Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the H uh, with Delight Cafe. Today, you have me, Brandon, the CEO. You have Alexis, the creative director. You have Shayna, the amazing. You have Joe, the annoying. I'm sorry, Joe. Joe is actually Mr. Fit, but this is also Fuck Joe. That's who we have here. And today we have Jordan. Jordan is visiting us, and he, Joe and Jordan are friends and introduced me to Jordan. Uh, Jordan has a really awesome story He's gonna we're going to talk about today, and we're going to get into something him and his friends do that I think is a great idea for most men. So, hi, Todd. Hi. What's up? What's up? Um, <laughs> should I move this closer, or am I, am I good? I'm all right. Thank you. <laughs> he says he yells in microphones. That's what I do, know? man. I yell in microphones all the time. Um, yeah, so me and my friends do a thing called Mental Health Monday. Um, it kind of just developed because we're all very, very emotional people. Um, and it was a lot of us, like, growing apart because we're all getting older. But we all make music together, so, like, we fit in where we can. Um, but we weren't just finding times to hang out. It was a lot of, like, oh, we're going to make music. So, like, we're just going to go work together and not really, like, hang out. And then one day, my dude Raf was just like, yo, come over to my house to, I think it was Jawan. He's like, start coming over after work and we'll hang out on Mondays and just like make Mondays fun. And then like they did it a couple weeks and then they're like, yo, Jordan, come. And then kind of just started gaining momentum and everyone started coming. Um, and then I started working on Mondays, which kind of sucked because it threw the whole thing off. Um, but being a bartender, people could just like hang out anyway. So people were coming through and just like hanging out at the bar. Like, I'll hang out there, and then we go back to a friend's house. And then basically the whole thing is if you have something on your mind, you're going through something, whatever, you talk about it there with all your homies in a safe space where, like, everybody can communicate and, like, figure things out. And then if not, just, like, hang out. And, like, afterwards, just, like, feel good about everything. So that's just kind of what we do every Monday. I love it. So that is a great intro, and I'm going to, like, we're going to play off that for the rest of the uh, cast. Sweet. Or we can just be done, guys. Everybody go home. (laughs) (laughs) So... I love that because uh, I actually do have a mental illness. And having family and friends and all that, uh, they don't understand the difference between mental illness and, like, people who are actually, like, crazy, crazy. Yeah, uh, And, yeah. <laughs> but with uh, this, I I loved this idea. Like, you are 24 years old. Yeah, yeah. And you and your buddies just wanted to have a reason to help each other. Mm-hmm. And for that, it's because, all right, so hold on. I got to go take a step back. You say yelling into mics. Tell everybody what that means, and then oh. tell them how they can hear you because I've heard this, and you are very talented. Thank so. you, thank you. Um, yeah, uh, yelling into mics is because I rap. Um, I've been writing since I was nine, recording since I was ten, recorded myself for many, many years, and don't anymore because I'm not the best engineer in the world. But I like I like making music to feel better, so that's why I said yelling into microphones. When I was growing up, I used to like yell all the time. I was like, I'm angry and like get it out that way. Um, but yeah, I'm everywhere. I'm on Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere you listen to music. My name is Jordan Michael, and I have an album that came out in October called Moments of Solitude. So that's where it's at. Joe introduced <laughs> me to the album before I even met Jordan and was like, hey, what do you think of this? And I had no idea he sounded like this. Like, I met the guy like, after that, and I'm like, the two don't sound the same. Like, his yeah. rap <laughs> does not match his appearance. It was very talented. So thank yeah. You, thank you. But, uh, so Joe was telling me about Mental Health Mondays, and it was just a group of guys. How many guys are in the group? Uh, so it kind of varies. Um, like, in the core group of GFC, which is, like, my collective of people that I make music with, stands for Gritty from Cleveland. Um, Say that one more time. Gritty from Cleveland. So GRC, GFC? GFC, yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect, just making sure. Yeah, um, so we have, uh, we have seven people in that group. 
Um, so that's like the, the main group, but not everybody can make it out. Like my best friend, Zach, who's in the group, he streams on Twitch for a living. Um, so like he is streaming during that time. He can't always make it. Uh, Twitch.tv slash wavy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, is that two V's or one? Just one. Yeah, just, just one? W-A-V-Y, cleanest name on Twitch. Reimbursed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then a uh, couple of, like I have another friend who has a kid. He can't always come. So like there's, it's kind of a mixture of friends. And then um, because I post so much about it on social media now, doing the videos every single Monday and stuff, um, more people have just, like, kind of picked up on it, and they come to the bar usually. They don't usually come back to my friend's house afterwards. So, like, that part of it's usually mixed with a bunch of people. And then there's, like, seven or eight of us at the house that hang out afterwards, and that's, like, the safe space. Like, the this is our part of Mental Health Monday that we don't share with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, the bar part is the part that we share with everybody while I'm working. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Joe, I, I see you're right. You asked something. Go. No. <laughs> he literally leaned up and everything. I was straightening my posture. <laughs> I, was like, he was getting, I was like, all right, jump in. He's listening straight in my posture. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they want so, my background. I'm sorry, guys. Fuck Joe. Um, so <laughs> he's, he, right, like he's teaching. <laughs> he's a great guy. So that, uh, just so you know, that's not an insult thing. It's part of the podcast. No, he uh, teaches me. I, I've been an athlete my whole life. And he teaches me the gym, even though I've been, like, yeah, yeah, competitive eating. That's what it was. <laughs> but, like, he was teaching me all about, like, anytime we're doing a workout, he's like, you're curling your back, you're rounding it, you're rounding yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And you hear it so much, you just look at him and go, fuck Joe. Wow, but, and then, like, I, I wanted to get better with my eating and all that, and it turned around to be like, all right, he came to the house, and we started cleaning up, and my fiance loves to say how she... Like, as a healthy eater, he's going through the closets throwing things away and stuff. Like, no, this isn't good for you. This is going to make you feel like you need to drink this pop. And then, blah, blah. He just started throwing things away. Here's the thing. It's not really F Joe. It's F ourselves. Because, like, he's actually doing the things that I should be able to do the myself. that you don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> he's telling you to do. And he yeah. came in and did it. And we did it for a month. And the difference was huge. Like, oh, the weight sure. loss, the energy that came back. The mental health, just meditating, right? It was great. So Changes everything. Yeah. He and I just pick on each other now, and it's a good thing because as, as much as I make that a joke yeah. to have it be a fun thing on the show, really about bringing up the best in yourself. And that's oh, why sure. I, I do that with Joe. But um, with you guys, like I think that is like one of the most really creative things because you're so young. Thank you. And mental health is a big thing. And um, Alexis can jump in here. Uh, we both... Alexis is labeled my daughter, but she's really not. Yeah, sure. Um, but a lot <laughs> of people, like, see us and they think she is. But she has things in her life, too. Mm-hmm. And she fights tooth and nail for people to understand, like, why she's not broken, but she just needs a little bit more time sometimes. Oh, for sure. I think everyone deserves that. You know what I mean? Like, everyone has something going on. Like, my family is filled with... And it doesn't matter if I swear on here. I, I'm sorry, oh, fuck, Joe. fuck Joe. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> and he said it with me. Immediately yes. forgot, yeah. Uh, I feel like I need a buzzer right there every time I get the guest to say it. Like, boom! So, uh, yeah, like, my family's filled with a bunch of shit. Like, there's, like, schizophrenia in my family. There's manic depression. There's a million things that I know, for a fact, I have every symptom that all my family members have. Of all these things, I just haven't, like, gone to go diagnose it because, like, I just don't want to. Um, <laughs> I understand. Which I talked about in a song, actually. Like, it just makes it more real. What song? So like, uh, 13. There you go, guys. 13. That is a very Find it on Spotify. Yeah, that one's like. I feel like that's my most important song I've ever written for other people. Um, really? Yeah, it's, it's all about my depression. It's because at 13 is the age I stopped drinking, which obviously I shouldn't have been drinking at 13. But uh, 
that's the age I stopped drinking because I saw the patterns of like me turning into like alcoholic family members and shit like that. Yeah. Stopped then, and then like also started noticing like the depression stuff. Like, oh, I can't get out of bed now, and like I can't do these things, and like I don't want to be around people, and I cry for no reason, and like all that shit that just like happens. But like, how do you explain that to anyone at thirteen? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm. I think I'm wildly depressed. Like, shut up, you're thirteen. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I, yeah. Bro, I love your honesty. Like, that's what we're about on this. Like, yeah. that's uh, the, the raw. We want to connect with people. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll come back, and we're going to jump back in. I want to, if you don't mind, we're going to dive into that, and then yeah, how sure. I think this is, uh, why we connect, and helping for more. All yeah, right? for sure. We'll be right back. Be Ready is the go-to for entrepreneurs looking to start or grow their businesses. With mentorship, coaching, marketing, and web design, Be Ready should be your first stop for resources and strategy. Learn more about Be Ready at www.bereadycle.com. That's www.bereadycle.com. And we are back with DH. Um, we have Jordan, yes. we have Joe and Brandon and Shana the Amazing. Oh, thanks. Welcome back. <laughs> so, <laughs> you didn't expect that. Uh, <laughs> her face was like, like oh. I was like, what? I just wanted to get another there. voice in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, so, if you wanted me to touch base on the whole 13 thing, I mean, that's a big thing, I think, for a lot of people. I, at a very young age, um, was, you know, introduced <clears throat> to mental health through family members. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> it is a very big thing when you're at a, such a young age and people don't take you seriously. When yeah, it's sure. a very serious thing, actually, because... Nowadays, we're seeing more and more suicide rates going up in younger kids. And um, I think it's starting a conversation with people because it, it is an epidemic. I mean, mm-hmm. it's all over the place. So I, running with that, like I agree, because we have the highest suicide. This next generation is the highest suicide rate of any middle school or high school generation ever. And that is really freaking scary. Like, I might say fuck Joe, but that's one that doesn't deserve the effort. It deserves to really be known as, like, that's scary. Like, oh, yeah, it's that's a very tra- absolutely tragic. Yeah. So, we're all like, I'm 36. Joe looks like he's 40. Um, <laughs> I, I also look real old for how old I am. You do not like. So it's the man's with real beards. I mean, right? Real beards. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't told I was. You guys, ever hear someone get fired on the radio before? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, got real. Uh, but like, mental health, man. Like, think about just generations, really quick. We're gonna run with like what you guys are saying, like being 13. When I was 13, it's way different than you guys. Like, sure, yeah. so different. I'm 12 years older than you. So, me, 13, middle school, I remember we had lockers across from each other. And we would, like, try to kick each other in the halls. But if you were touching the lockers, you didn't get you didn't get any trouble. That was my 13. Yeah. But then we get to, I get to, high, like, high school. That's when my drinking started. Mm-hmm. Your drinking started at 13. Alexis, <laughs> same thing. And it's because we get into these things, the generations are getting younger and younger with dealing with this, and mental health has never been put at the forefront. Mm-hmm. So what you guys did, is I love that at 13 you saw these problems, well, you didn't think of it then, but as you got older, you started to see these differences, and you and your buddies got together, and as Alexis said, we got to talk about this, but the thing is, I go to talk to my dad, you know, let's just use family as a quick example, because that's where most people turn to first. Mm-hmm. So if you go to your dad, your mom, aunt, uncle, family member, okay, first usually they don't hear it they don't see it they don't know it and then because we suffer from anxieties and depressions and all that 
we start turning to other things and our friends. And when we don't see ourselves better in our friends, it starts to make us go to that next level. And when we're getting, as you get older in life, friends fade away more. Like I'm, Shane, I think you can agree with me. The older we get, you realize who really is there for you. But in my 20s, I would kill to have a group of friends like you had, man. Oh, I, I, I say it all the time. I'm the luckiest person on earth for my group of friends. Like, Amen. The support system like, is so important. It's crazy. We're all so much alike in that specific way, too. Like, mm-hmm. We're all wildly different, obviously. Everyone is. But, like, we all, like, focus on the same shit. Like, we're, like, always there for each other. Like, I have the greatest friends like, of all time. That's I just awesome. got lucky. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's just lightning in a bottle. Some people get lucky yeah. on certain things. I got lucky with that. My friends just give a shit about each other. That's awesome. Yeah. That's dude, you said it. That's different. Mm-hmm. So many of I can literally count in one hand the amount of people I could actually trust. Right. Yeah. And that's really hard. And then like to know none of them are someone I grew up with, like my parents. Yeah. That sucks. Mm-hmm. But I wish I had friends that were doing that in my twenties. Oh sure. Yeah. Um. Alexis and I, we support each other a lot. Uh, that's why she's labeled my daughter. Yeah, is sure. we, can, we can scream at each other and then hang up on each other and five minutes later call back, be like, all right, are you done? And then be like, let's talk now. And then we talk. Because we know that sometimes that emotion just builds really quick. Where my fiancé or my dad, if I build up that emotion and I yell and I say, fuck Joe, you know, <laughs> like, and, I mean, they understand now, but, like, then they did I was say they're probably like, yeah, fuck Joe. But like they don't understand when that yell comes and then they take it personally or other people take it personally because we don't understand it. And that emotions, that anxiety, then I feel bad and they don't understand why I'm doing it. Right. And getting that support system is amazing. And I want to run with what your idea is. And like it's yours. Like mental health Monday is obviously your thing. Well, yeah, yeah. Well it's more I I credit Ralph and Joan with it. Because they made it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just lucky to be a part of it. I just talk about it a lot. I, <laughs> it's I think yeah. it's, you should. Yeah. It, more me, more people should. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we wanted to start, can I see my box of delight back there? It's your box of delight, Shane of the Amazing. Please know. Thank you. So what we're going to be doing is I want to work with a lot of people for Mondays, mm-hmm. is go delight each other. So they're going to take a pack, and you go up to a friend and say, let's get a cup of coffee. And that's what this podcast is about, is about going and delighting others. Because... Life sucks, and sometimes we don't know what other people are going through, and just sitting there and taking, letting them know you care, mm-hmm. and handing them something like maybe they've never had before, like like a CBD pack. Yeah, sure. yeah. I gave them one of yours. I'm sorry, I owe you one. But it, stealing it, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does this on show, so he owes me like one hundred dollars. Okay. I, I pretty much do. I was like mm-hmm. debating on grabbing one in my trunk, but um, with all of this, it's one of those things where I want people to be able to feel. You guys have that niche, and a lot of people in this world do not know who their niche is. They don't know. They have one friend that they rely on to have that. They don't realize that a support system is so important, and that's more than just one person. Right. Um, it's knowing those things, and I loved that idea of the Mental Health Mondays and wanted to bring it to the masses with something that's healthy, and yeah, yeah, that's sure. why I wanted you to have you on, man. I wanted... Talk about why you guys did that and how great it's been. Um, I want to ask you a couple more questions. Yeah, and sure. Alexis is going to ask you a question, too. She doesn't know that yet, but she's going to figure what question out and then ask you. See. <laughs> Don't worry. Joe has to ask the final question of the day. Tight. All right? I'm ready for any question. Honestly. All right. So <laughs> is there been a time where you 
because you've admitted you got, like you were 13, you start getting into things. After you started doing Mental Health Mondays with your guys mm-hmm. and you noticed you were getting better, there's been times I'm positive the weather outside is snowy and disgusting. It's been snowing for almost 24 hours. Depression kicks in, anxiety kicks in. You don't want to get out of bed. Do you have times where you just, even when you're in struggles with these guys, you just, let, or like, just in general life, like getting together, do you have times you just have to call them and reach out? And how do you take care of each other through that, even yeah. if it's not a Monday? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, that's, the, that's the one thing that we've always been pretty good at. Um, like, me and Ross specifically, uh, I don't know if anyone believes in astrology. I don't even know if I do. But we're cancers, and we everyone says, yeah, you guys seem like fucking cancers. You guys are, <laughs> you guys are sad a lot. Um, so me and me – and, <laughs> we call each other a lot because of shit like that. Um, so, like, we've always been really good at that. But, I mean, super, super recently, I actually posted a Mental Health Monday video about this um, just because I feel like I do a lot of, like, yo, be happy something good for somebody today do something for yourself and I, I never talk about like what I'm actually going through at the time it's more just like yo you be good today yeah um and I had like a breakdown like a, I had like I haven't had one since high school like like a real real low for no real good reason like it was like a bunch of little things plus just not feeling good already and it was like the middle of the night and I like texted my best friend who lives across the hall from me so like he's always there and like I'm not ever avoiding him but like you know when you get in those moments you don't want to talk or see anyone so I hadn't really seen him in a while, and that made me mad because it was my fault, but I was like, I'm not seeing my fucking friend, and I'm, like, sad. And then I just, like, broke down in, like, middle of the night. It was like, yo, dude, like, I need to talk to you. And, like, we just drove around for a while and then got some food, came back to the house and talked for a while, and it slowly started to feel better after I got it out, but obviously it still sucked for a while. But, like, I needed to hit that low and break yeah. before I started to grow again, which I think is important, too. Like, I think a lot of people only focus on the highs. Yeah. And think, like, oh, like, if you keep doing these things, you'll never break again. You all, you're, if you're depressed and have these things, you're going to hit lows. Often. Yes. Even sometimes. It's a part of it. And you just have to learn to, how to cope and then grow. And that's one of the moments that, like, it's like, well, I'm glad this happened, actually, because I needed it. I needed to get a little better here. I love it. We all know that feeling. We all understand it. Especially... I don't care if you're someone who has depression, anxiety, bipolar, schizophrenia, or anything. You know what it's like to feel down. You know yeah, what it's sure. like to feel alone and just want that time to be by yourself. Mm. Now imagine multiplying that times 10 where you can't even call your best friend to go outside. Right. To call him like that, I understand, man. I think it's great that you guys have that relationship. So. Thank you, thank you. I We're going to take... Oh, go ahead, Alexis. I'm sorry. I was going to say there was a really good quote that I had posted yesterday on my Instagram, and it was talking about waves and how um, there's some days the waves might hit crash and hit, but it's okay, you're still feeling, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of your final, your current situation is not your final destination. Yeah, for sure. I love that quote. Mm-hmm. It's a really good one. Hi guys, all you <laughs> right at me. So we're going to take the last break, and then we're going to come back, and Alexis is going to ask a question, and then maybe me, but then Joe gets the final say. Final sure. question today, Joe, you getting ready for that? I'm ready. Aw, damn it. <laughs> Joe gets two questions then. No, I'm just kidding. Alright, we'll be right back. <laughs> This is Pat Bennett, and welcome to CLE Food Stories, a project of the Real Cleveland Food Experience. On our show, we'll be talking about the untold food stories and food topics in the city of Cleveland. We'll also be highlighting the people who are contributing in this food space, including urban chefs and concerned citizens. Tune in every other week on Apple, Google, 
Spotify, Anchor, and other channels. Welcome back to the H, everyone. Uh, Brandon had to step out for the restroom for, I don't know, he's been gone for like 10 minutes. Uh, don't worry about that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Brandon's here. We got Jordan rapping, um, oh, okay. I think. I hope right. maybe a little bit. Let's see, we get a little 30 second sample. Yeah, and then we got, did you do that? Maybe. And we got uh, <laughs> Alexis, then we got Shannon the Amazing. The Amazing. Thank you, thank you. And then, uh, you know, fuck Joe. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was waiting for that. Like I, when he said his no, own no, name, I, I turned. I mean, we, we all have a little bit of narcissism in us. Honest, honest, like might as well get on the horse and ride. Are you guys it. making fuck Joe t-shirts yet? Because like, not yet, not yet. We want to get the podcast out a little more. Yeah. And honestly, truthfully, I'm super excited. This is the one I'm most excited about. And Shane and I have been talking about I'm stoked. like releases and stuff. But this one, man, I mental health is huge to me. Yeah, yeah, huge. Like I, I, I struggle with it. I have a master's degree. I've been labeled smart as fuck in many different places, and I think I'm dumb as fuck. Yeah. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> Dead ass same. I say it all the time. But, and, <laughs> and my thing is, you got something that I love because it's so outside the box, but it's so not. Yeah. And people don't think how to help each other. And I think the, the very small, minute thing you, you guys did can make such an impact in so many people's lives. Mm-hmm. All I wanted to do was work with you on that creating that so we can like expand mental health Mondays, bring awareness to this. I'm so excited this podcast is going out. Uh, Alexis, you ready? Yeah. Okay. So my biggest thing is what is your advice to people who don't have that support system? So that's that's the harder thing because like everyone like gets something more than others. Like everyone's passionate about something, right? Mm-hmm. So like my thing was music. So when I felt like I didn't have shit or anyone or people who cared, I just like dove and I was already somewhat writing, obviously. I started writing again. But, like, I didn't realize, like, how much of a release that could be for me to, like, just, like, feel better, like, get it out on paper and then feel better afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been notorious for writing a lot of things that I will never, ever record, never release to anybody. And I think I'm pretty open. Like, my album is a tell-all about my fucking life, the saddest shit, and the happy shit, whatever. But, um, so for me, it was that. Um, whenever I do talk to somebody, cause like I, ever since I started doing mental health Mondays and especially since the album came out, I get a lot of like just random people that I don't know messaging me saying things that are really, really deep that I don't know how to handle. And, uh, a lo- I always tell people to just dig into whatever their passion is. So like everyone likes something, you know what I mean? And like, yes, it could be a distraction or it could be something that's actually benefiting you to grow. But that's always my thing. It's like, if you, if you feel like you can't talk to somebody, obviously reach out to me. All my DMs are open as long as you're not being weird. Um, which happens. That's a different conversation. But, uh, <laughs> totally different show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, very different show. She my, has a whole different podcast for you for that one. Yeah. Well, my album art is risque, so that's I get weird DMs. I have a show where he just reads DMs. Oh, really? Yeah, I've, I got oh, I have some. a few models yeah. that would work great for that. Well, yeah, we'll yeah. just get a couple of people. I was going to say, I'll just screenshot a bunch yeah, of them. And I'll show you. Yeah, I got you. I got a lot of weird ones. Um, I, I feel you on that one. Yeah, it's not fun. I know what I know what ladies feel like now. I feel like this is how ladies oh, wow. are attracted, like, get all the time on social media. <laughs> and I'm like, man, it sucks for you guys. I get it. Dudes are creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's run with that for one quick second. Because I agree with you. I hated dating apps. Do you know why? Because every guy gets on there and feel they get ignored by these women and take it personally. Mm-hmm. And yes. someone who's That's bipolar you. and depressed, when the snow is like this, and I'm on Tinder, <laughs> and I match with a 10, I'm thinking I was going to, well, I'm engaged now. Let me rephrase that before yeah. my fiance listens to this and beats the shit out of me going here on Tinder. 
Yeah, but, go back a few years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but like, when I was dating and all that, you feel rejected. And, like, this is the thing a lot of guys don't realize. It's not them rejecting you. It's exactly what you just said. These women are getting bombarded by, like, I once sat with a girl, and on our date, she got 45, 50 messages. Something ridiculous like that. And she goes, this is why I don't respond to people. Mm-hmm. And it was just interesting because... I remember to all these other girls feeling like, oh, why are they rejecting me? Why aren't they answering? Like, I'm cute. I'm right in the right shit. I have, I own a restaurant. No, doesn't mean shit. There's a thousand other guys messaging, and we need to understand that that's a lot for anybody. And it's like, it's they're weird. It's not like, I think it's not nothing. a good point to add to that <laughs> as, as a woman myself is that people need to realize that nobody is, nobody is, Obligated? Obligated yeah. to your time. I mean, just because you match on Tinder, I mean, there could be a million different reasons. I know personally there's been, um, on Bumble and Tinder, because mm-hmm. I'm on there myself, there's been times where I haven't been able to get on there, and they're like, oh, or not. And it's no. just like, I, I'm i just living. I'm just, it has nothing to do personally. Like, it's I'm just. a lot, dude. I get, I get dick pics. I get. I'm sorry, I'll stop sending them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you send one, whatever. But after that, it gets, it gets Thanks, one. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I've already seen it, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't need a new angle, a better shading, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. No natural sunlight needed. I get a lot of, like, like Facebook Messenger calls from, like, people in different countries, and they just, like, they'll, consist- they'll just keep calling. Like, I'll ignore it and try to go block them, and then I'll get another call, like, over and over again. I'm like, what? What? In what world does this work? For anyone ever, dudes are wild. Dudes are wild, wild yeah. people. Like that's it's taught me a lesson. Like I'm not single, but like if I ever am again, I'm never gonna be wild like that. Like dudes are wild, <laughs> that's, and that's like the perfect example of it—the overwhelming amount. And like yeah. as a guy, when you're doing that and you feel that rejection, it's not rejection. It's not. And guys need to understand that because that triggers for guys. It's like playing a game of dominoes. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they jump on line. They get. Re- they don't get an answer from. 10 girls that they thought should answer them and they really had a lot of hopes for, all of a sudden they start questioning, well, why the hell am I not good at this? I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this. I, yeah, guys don't say pretty, whatever. But, like, I, I'm too... They could. Yeah, they could. I think I'm pretty. Yeah. I mean, pulling this back... To the- <laughs> <laughs> we all looked at Joe. <laughs> pulling this back to uh, the mental sorry. health, I think... Oh, yeah, uh, sorry. The one- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We could keep going dating episode. We'll just figure that out. And we'll I mean, out I could go a whole episode on some of the crazy things that I've had off Tinder. But pulling this back into the mental health piece, um, one of the things that I think we should like focus on is sometimes people take it personally when you can't get back to them when they're going through a crisis too. Yes. And I think the biggest thing that needs to be spoken about is how more people need to seek the right medical help. I can help somebody as much as I can. I can try to do my best, but at the end of the day, I am not a mental health professional. Mm-hmm. I cannot guide you in any way that could possibly make a drastic impact on your life. Mm-hmm. And I think the great thing about this new generation is there's a there's a conversation. More people are seeking help. More people are going to therapy. More people are normalizing that, hey, it's okay that I'm not okay right now. Right. And um, I think with that being said... Um, I know personally I've, you know, opened my DMs to everyone, you know, if you ever need something, you could do that as much as you can, but there comes a point where you can't handle that type of pressure. Yeah, there's, there's I mean, I, I know personally yeah. where people have just dumped their load on me and you're like, wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, how do I help this person? And I think that's why this this whole new era of just 
talking about it. I mean, there's the, the suicide hotline now. There's even apps where you can download and talk to mental health professionals mm-hmm. and counselors. And there's there's support groups. There's Facebook groups. And I think it's I think it's a really awesome thing. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing starts with having the discussion about it and not, um, you know, throwing it off. I know personally, my my family. There's family members I have that are like in their sixties and fifties and sixties, and they're just now looking into what's really wrong where this other generation are saying no screw that i don't want to carry around my baggage and throw it up onto the next person yeah and that's i think where the difference and the the gap between the generations is is that more people are willing to have a conversation about it you had some fun yeah that wasn't uh so no last question (laughs) so this question obviously is for jordan and uh this kind of more going to lean to the the males out there, a lot of guys are, were kind of taught in society to be sheltered, not display our feelings, and it's just like we let that one girl, you know, eventually um, truly let, know us, hopefully, I hope most guys at least get to that. But Jordan, if you can give some, like, tips and hints to guys out there, like, how you could be a support system and not, you don't even need to necessarily talk about it, but just, I think sometimes being around people that make you laugh are your friends, and they don't even have to know you're going through something, and they don't even realize just by being around you and existing how much they're helping. Can you maybe, like, go into that a little bit for all the other guys out there that with their group of buddies and they're, they're a little too scared to be like, hey, dude, I'm struggling. Um, what, can you help me? Um, just kind of, like, how that started for you guys as, um, you know, a bunch of guys and just how it's blossomed into what it is now. So I think um, for that's, that's the perfect description of what Mental Health Monday has been for us, period. It's like most of us are going through something at some point, especially, like, like my one friend has a daughter who – he does like him and his baby mother aren't together and he has issues with that and you know, not to put his business out there but you know so on and so forth and being around people with good energy just helps your energy sometimes and um i think like a lot of times we have conversations where like it'll be after the fact like like we'll go through our shit have a few months off mondays and then like two weeks later we'll be like yo by the way i was fucked up like i was not feeling it at that time right. yep. um and I think a lot of people are just really afraid to be vulnerable, and, th- and that's the biggest thing. Like, and I, I don't truly understand why people are. I, I get everyone, like, you grow up differently, you feel differently. Everyone has their own perception of everything. Maybe it's because I grew up with a bunch of women, and they were, like, open with their emotions all the time and taught me to be that way, like, growing up, and maybe that's why I'm so open, where I'm just like, yo, dude, I don't fucking feel good today. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'll just, like, tell you and hopefully you feel better. Um, but my only advice for people that that don't want to admit that they're in situations like that. I did say before, get your hobby and get your, your passion thing. But if, if it's people that you're seeking out and trying to be friends and, and just like get out of away from stuff, just whoever has the best energy for you at any given time, whenever you like, unless it's like a toxic situation, but whoever has the best energy and who you remember having the best energy with, just reach out and try, try to hang out. Don't even say anything crazy. It's like, yo, do you want to go get lunch or something? And, like, it could be very, very simple. You grab this delight, right? Do that thing where you go and say, hey, I want to do something nice for you today. And maybe you being nice to that person will rub it back onto you and you'll feel better because energy is so transferable, it's ridiculous. And then uh, kind of to add on to that, Jordan, just to like the last part, like what are some of the fun things you guys did? Because um, just so everybody knows, I used to run a gym and uh, Jordan was one of my gym members and we BS all the time. And that's how I learned about him and his group of friends. And he was just uh, brought a good group of people workout family there which mm-hmm. i greatly appreciate yeah, and uh, sure. it's allowed me to get to know jordan past just a gym member and you know oh that's the guy that runs my gym 
And uh, <laughs> but what are some of the things you did? Because I remember you used to tell me you guys play basketball like four in the morning. So I know you have work schedules, but like <laughs> yeah, some of that yeah. stuff, it's good because no, the typical nine to five is kind of dead for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And as we all stated uh, earlier, when you get older, it is it's just harder. Yeah, you, know, you got bigger bills. You mm-hmm. have more work. Uh, you live further away. So like. Uh, what are some just good ideas for men and women of like some fun stuff that they can do that's not going to necessarily cost them a lot of money, right? Right. Where they can just enjoy each other's time. Like, there's just some examples of fun stuff you guys did. Right. So, um, I like that you said the um, the growing apart thing when you get older and stuff. Oh, we're doing the fuck Joe right now. No, I gave my thumbs <laughs> up last time. You flipped me off when I told oh, you. Oh, so it's back. Also, so everyone knows me and Brandon actually don't hate each other. We're laughing and smiling. No, yeah, so they, Joe yeah. and I respect. They each other definitely like much. each other. I think. Um, <laughs> he follows me in the shower. It gets weird. That sounds like a good quality time, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like the I like that you guys are mentioning the growing apart thing because like whenever I do kind of like talk to people about this, usually I say like it's just an excuse for a bunch of old like we're getting older and it's an excuse for us to just hang out like because it's harder these days. You know what I mean? But oh yeah, we were doing the basketball at three a.m. Um, and it was wild because like Ralph works at like eleven and we play from like. I'm like six or seven, and then he would like shower and sleep for 20 minutes and go to work. Like, I don't know how the fuck he did it. But we did it like every other Monday, so we, we spaced it out so it wasn't like too tiresome on your body and stuff. Um, and so I rolled my ankle real hard on Hunter's big ass foot, and uh, <laughs> and then we haven't played since spring, so we need to get back up in there. But um, so yeah, we do that. But when it's nicer outside, we literally will just like post up somewhere, man. Like, like there's the there's a sheets across the street from where I work where you guys saw me at. And um, we'll literally, like, grab a couple things from inside, a couple drinks, a couple snacks, whatever, sit out on one of those patio tables and just fucking parking lot kick it all night and just, like, hang out and talk and just, like, being around each other, hanging out. Yeah. We play dominoes a lot. I'm Puerto Rican. That's what we do. We play dominoes a lot. <laughs> play Uno a lot. That's not because we're Puerto Rican. Just, that's just because Uno's <laughs> it's tight. It's a fucking great yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uno's just tight, so that's just how yeah. that goes. Just make sure you yeah. play with the right group of people. One wrong person that doesn't know how to play can really <laughs> hurt a game. That's, that's very dead ass. Different rules, and then they get mad if we don't Yo, know their rules. If oh. you're not stacking plus twos and plus fours, I'm not playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's the exact same. Yeah. Alexis, do uh, we agree on that? <laughs> Very Perfect. All right, we can play. We can play Uno. I'll, I'll play Uno right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do that. Uh, there's also a lot of times where, like, because there's been like studio sessions that I've gone to. Because like another part of my really knit group is my engineer and his the studios in his basement, which like is incredible. Like not not just like pushing my album, but like listen to my album and tell me if you think that that came out of a basement. Like he's so fucking talented. It's ridiculous. Um, but. Sometimes we'll go there and, like, we'll definitely not be in a, a work mode and then we'll just kind of talk and hang out and it'll be, like, a separate Mental Health Monday. And we'll, like, go on YouTube and just, like, search a bunch of songs from, like, oh, you know what I fucking love back then? Like, you remember how you felt when you heard this for the first time and, like, play a bunch of songs and shit. So, like, nostalgia with good friends is a great way to feel good all the time. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, all right. I'm going to, like, wrap it up. Jordan, I'm actually going to want to bring you back for the... I want to have you and Bobby on, a, on at the same time because yeah, sure. I think having a battle rap day would be a fun one here. You know what I mean? A bonus episode of rapping. But John wants to come back and do the... Uh, do Or Joe wants to come back and do the uh, rap battle rap comedian rap-off comedy session. And I'm like, what? That's so interesting. Yeah, I'm like, this could be fun, bud. Yeah. Uh, but, man, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, for sure. Thank uh, you for having Give me. everybody your shout-out one more time on where they can find you, how they can follow you. Guys, check out his album. Jordan, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, I'm on everywhere you listen to music. I'm there. Uh, Jordan Michael. 
the album's Moments of Solitude. There's an EP before that called Underthinking because I was overthinking my album, so I put out a few songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Morden Jekyll because you can't get Jordan Michael because of Michael Jordan. So it's Jordan Michael with the M and the J switched. Um, and I was named after Michael Jordan. So there's, Really? There's another fun yeah. fact about me. Yeah, I'm Jordan Michael Hamrick. I would have been Michael Jordan, but I would have been the third Michael in a row, so that's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, but yeah, you can find me everywhere. And then on Facebook... Please don't add my normal page. If you do look for me, just go to my music page. I hit my friend limit a lot, and I have to delete people, and I feel bad about it. So just go to the music page, and you can reach out to me from there. And that's just Jordan Michael. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. The H is brought to you by Delight Cafe and produced by Black Girl Media in Cleveland, Ohio. Your hosts are Brandon Croucher, Alexis Zimsky, and Joe Holderith. Executive producer is Shayna Black with editing and post-production by Ethan Williams-Taylor.